Hello everybody, welcome to the live morning broadcast. So, uh, sorry for starting a little bit late, sorry for the technical glitches, here we are. So we hope you have a wonderful morning and a wonderful Friday morning. Let's just greet some people, Goeiemora Marietta and hello Harvey and Erika, I see you watching and Goeiemora Marosa, it's good to see all of you. Um, yeah, so sure a lot of people will start coming online as we go on so I want to start reading in Philippians chapter 3 so in Philippians chapter 3 it says verse 8 yes furthermore I count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege the overwhelming preciousness the surpassing worth and the supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him of perceiving and recognizing and understanding him more fully and clearly for his sake i have lost everything and consider it all to be mere rubbish refuse and dregs in order that i may win christ so uh, we want to win christ that's the life we want we want jesus we want the love of god we want to know him uh, we want to lose all the things of the flesh all right so um in verse 9 it says and that i may actually be found and known as in him not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a very important one oh, there's so many people that's running around thinking that they are by what they're doing they're scoring points with god i mean it's just a joke but um this is what this is what life is about and this is what ministry is about this is your calling your whole life has this one purpose this is it there's nothing else this is it that i may actually be found and known as in him there you go the meaning of life all the philosophers have been looking for it for the last how many thousands of years <laughs> there it is there's the meaning of life that i may be found and known as in him not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own based on my obedience to the law's demands but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in christ the anointed one the truly right standing with god which comes from god by saving faith so saving faith faith in the gospel so what we preach we preach it so that people can have faith in god we preach so that people can experience his presence and know him all right we preach to impart fellowship we preach you know first john one says we are what we've experienced we are telling you so that you too may have and enjoy the fellowship that we have and this fellowship which is a distinguishing mark of christians is with the father and with the son so if if there's no fellowship then everything else we do especially in ministry is counterproductive absolutely useless total waste of time all right so if we can't find ourselves in him if we can't rest in jesus if we can't have peace if we can't dwell in the love of god if we can't know him for who he is and be satisfied with him uh, then we are missing the point and we are completely wasting our time and wasting everyone else's time all right so he says we want that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in christ 
right standing with God, which comes from God by saving faith. That's so awesome. Just believe and you're right with God. And just continue beholding into that word as in a glass. And see his face and get to know him. And you are transformed into his image. That's all. It's only belief. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so simple. For my determined purpose is that I may know him. If I know him, I'm in my purpose. If I know him and I'm 2 Corinthians 5 is 14, moved by the love of Christ, then I'm in my purpose. If I am in Christ, with Christ, I'm there. I'm in my purpose. There's nothing more that you need just to believe in him, just to know him for who he really is, to carry his peace and his joy in your heart, and from there on just live peaceably, you know. So uh, I'll, I'll get to the rest in a minute. Let me just read this. He says, for my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. So there's a progression. We can go deeper. We can know him more. We can see him for who he is. We can, you know, we can go deeper. Perceiving, recognizing, understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. So having an encounter with Jesus every morning, every afternoon, every evening, during the night, a constant knowledge of his presence wherever you go, being, you know, unbroken fellowship with him, uh, just being aware of him, being aware of his love for you just being with him you know so not having to expect anything from him not having to perform to try and please him just just being satisfied in his presence just being satisfied in knowing him and as we know him and get a, a clearer and deeper insight into him he manifests and shows himself more through us And that I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection. Ah, so the more fellowship, the more power. The more fellowship, the more power. The less fellowship, the less power. The more fellowship, the more power. <laughs> Which it exerts over believers and that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death in the hope that if possible I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead even while in the body yeah John 5 if, uh, if you've received the son you've already passed over from death into life he who has the son has that life okay so we receive his life we receive the resurrection it's spiritual, it's moral. So our morals get resurrected. Our acts, actions, receive the life of Jesus. Our spirit receives the resurrection, life spirit of Jesus. And we have life in us. Okay? <laughs> Everything is subject to us. Yeah. And then, so that lifts me out from among the dead, even while in the body. So you can be the walking dead like a zombie. <laughs> walking around but dead inside or you can know jesus and have life in, inside you that's what it's about he is the life giver it's the spirit that gives life john 6 63 the flesh has no benefit it is the <laughs> it's got no benefit whatsoever um, the words that i've been speaking to you says jesus our spirit and our life okay all right so where did i want to go to uh 
John chapter 17, just listen to this. Come on, John. So John 17 says this. <laughs> I'll tell you now why I'm laughing. It's just so funny. Okay. <laughs> and this is eternal life. It means to know him. To know, become acquainted. Um, you. Become acquainted with, understand you. The only true God. And likewise to know him, Jesus, as the Christ, the anointed one. Okay. <laughs> There's one thing that you have to do in this life, and this is to know Jesus. If you know Jesus, the whole world will see Jesus in you. If you don't know Jesus, it will be evident also. <laughs> That's why religion is such a joke. Um, people trying to do things in the name of Jesus, but it, it's become such an incredible joke that, you know, I don't know why even bother, because it, just the action of the, the religious person exposes the motives of the heart <laughs> so clearly that it is, it's just, yeah, it's just a joke. When someone knows Jesus, there's peace, there's joy, there's love. There you go. The fruit of the Spirit is, what is it? Can you say? Love, joy, Peace. And then a few more. Patience. Oh, patience. Sweet, wonderful patience. Kindness. <laughs> Kindness. Jesus says, learn from me, I am meek and gentle of heart. Jesus was kind. Okay. Meekness, kindness, temperance, self-control, faithfulness, fruit of the Spirit. Okay. So if we know him, people will know him in us through us people will see him in us and through us okay so that's what jesus told me in 2006 he said um, if, if people can't see me but they can't see you and even if you see me they'll see me in you so we need to display jesus we need to know him and display him and that's your calling your calling is first to be in fellowship with jesus to know him your calling is first to spend time in the secret place calling is first to open your heart and yield and surrender to him your calling is to hear his heartbeat your calling is to know his love to know his heart his love for people to know what he's doing now so you can be doing what he's doing now okay so then you run with your relationship with jesus you will always be in your destiny and you will always be in your calling because you walk with jesus and wherever he's walking, you're walking. Okay? So if someone else comes and tells you, you should be doing this, you should be doing this, then you just smile because you're with Jesus. And this is not what Jesus is doing now. So that's not what you're doing now. Okay? Simple. So you don't have to fight. You can just say, thank you for your time and your concern. I will follow Jesus. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> But if you, if you don't know Jesus, if you can't hear his voice, then you're at the mercy of everyone with an opinion. You know, everyone's got one. And then you start getting confused. Okay. So before you want to interact with people, before you dare venture out to speak words into someone else's life, before you, you dare to speak into the heart of another human being, 
to try and win people over to Jesus or to try and preach the word to anyone. If you don't know him, you're wasting your time. You're wasting their time and you're wasting the church's time because everyone now first has to recover from all the junk that's been spoken in the flesh before they can know Jesus. We've, as preachers, so many times have to lift, you know, pull the veils from people's heads. <laughs> pull the veils from people's heads. Um, all over again. Because they again listen to someone that put a veil on their hearts and minds. Now we first have to pull the veil off so that they can see again. Okay? So if you want to be a preacher, and if you want to have a calling, if you want to start talking about calling, then answer the first call before you even venture out to say God called you for this or this or this or this. Please just know him first. Please just know him first. Please come to him and sit at his feet every day. Please don't be focused on what's going, outside, going on out there in the circus. Rather, please just come sit at the feet of Jesus. You know, Mary and Martha, sit at the feet of Jesus. What's he saying to you? Do you know his opinion of you? Have you spent some time? Do you have a report with him? Do you have some history with Jesus? And that's what counts when you stand on a podium and you speak to people. Okay? If you, if you preach and you teach and you want to correct the church and you want to correct doctrines, then... Um, no one cares really no one cares what you have to say if you come with a hammer you hit everyone if you come with a sword you cut everyone if you come and you scream at everyone that they are wrong and you are right no one cares no one i don't care how many doctor's degrees you have no one cares if you cannot come in love no one cares i certainly don't so if someone comes to me um, screaming at me um, I have to change my doctrine and then the, the doctrine that they want to correct, I, I already preach the truth. <laughs> I was never in the area in the first place. The more, this is what happened this, this morning. <laughs> Someone contacted me, started screaming at me. I am a false church. And then they started going down the line with doctrines about baptism, all of which I agree with. <laughs> so I said... I agree with you. I don't understand why you're fighting with me. That's the that's the whole joke. I can't I, I can't stop laughing. It's just so funny. So and then oh, you just you're just angry because I exposed you as a false church. But I'm not angry. <laughs> so I just said, listen, if we can't operate in the love of Jesus, then what's the point? No one cares what you know if you can't Jesus gave, didn't give you a command to expose false churches. I'm sorry, it's nowhere in the scripture. Nowhere. Even when, when Paul the Apostle um, corrected the church, it was a church that he started by the, by the direct command of the Holy Ghost. And he preached the gospel to them. And they turned back to other doctrines and he corrected them. He knew them. <laughs> he actually knew them. And he spoke to them. And he brought the gospel to them. And he loved them. And they loved him. And they knew one another and they already stood in a relationship of love okay so there were certain things that he had to correct because he already had a history with him he already had a report now someone comes and jumps on me 
this morning, I have no idea who he is. No idea. Never heard of him in my life. <laughs> Trying to correct me when I'm already in the truth concerning that. I even agree with his doctrine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong that needs to be corrected. But no, you are a false church. <laughs> I failed to understand. I'm sorry. So I called him. To listen, I just, you know, hello, how are you? You know, who are you? <laughs> I just want to speak to you and just share my heart. Angry. Angry. I can't even get a word in. Called back, spoke to his wife. Says, listen, she, she's a bit calmer. But she, then she goes. It's like, okay. Just switched off the phone and blocked him. All right. So, okay. That's what happened this morning. But now I want to get your attention back on the truth. <laughs> because I can't stop laughing. It's just the, the funniest thing. I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing as the guy went off on me. It was just, and I'm, I'm sorry, if you're watching, I do apologize because I think it even made you more mad. But I couldn't stop laughing because it's so funny. The motive of the heart was so exposed. There, on display for everyone. Hatred. For hatred. For, for someone that you don't even know. Try to correct someone that's already agreeing with you, but you're just so used to fighting. What? So, okay. Let's just get back. What is the Spirit of God saying through all of this? The Spirit of God is saying, let us love one another, for love is from God. All right? Let us love one another. And if you're watching, sir, I can't even remember your name, whoever you are, bless you. I am really open. We can, we can still talk. We can. But you're not going to scream at me. Not one more second. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So this is the truth. This is the very truth of God is Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you know Jesus, you know the truth. If you demonstrate Jesus, you demonstrate the truth. If you look like Jesus, you look like the truth. If you know Jesus, you know the truth. Ta-da! It's really simple. So no one cares about the letter of any doctrine if you look like Satan while bringing it. Satan is called the accuser. And Satan is screaming at people. And I've heard that. I've looked like Satan many times. Even while in ministry, but years ago, you know. This is something that I had to learn. From small, you know, I had a, <laughs> I had a short... What's a, a fuse, a short fuse and a very explosive bang that came and then I'm over it, okay? So that was my temperament since I was small. And by the grace of God, I can say that there has come great change in that, great change. God has brought patience into me that only you can bring, okay? So I know what it is like to be the accusing one. It's no fun, it's terrible, it's horrible. So it's not something to be embraced, Okay? But I know what it is to have a heart burning with love. I know what it is to, to be, you know, just close to that level where the tears will just flow over because of love for people. You know, we have love in your heart for people. We actually feel the love of Jesus. We actually so surrendered to him that you can't speak. Okay, I know what that is like. That is the truth. The truth is, not that we try to make ourselves significant by trying to show people what we know, that we are right and they are wrong. 
I'm sorry. That's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that's the very essence of everything Jesus came to destroy at the cross. But love is his person. Love is his character. Love is his spirit. Love is his very nature. Love is his light. Love is the power that heals the sick. Love is the truth through which we view the word. So if you don't see the word in truth, sorry, you're in a false doctrine. Even if your doctrine is factually correct. So it's not about being right. You can be right and miss it completely. Or you can have a few mistakes in your doctrine and have your hand on the live wire called the love of God. I choose that one. So I preach out of a heart for truth and I want my doctrine to stand and to be to be true and to be real and and I want the scripture to declare the scripture and when I'm wrong I'll say I'm wrong okay because I don't have a desire to be right anymore I have a desire to know Jesus and I have a desire to show him to the world I love what Bill Johnson says he says we need to represent him well because what they see of Jesus in us is going to be what they believe about Jesus so church of the Lord Jesus Christ if you're in ministry and especially if you have some accolades some doctor's degrees and some you know you're this and this you're something in this world please make it your first priority to know Jesus before you speak to one more person otherwise you will be spreading the influence of the wrong kingdom the wrong dominion right so uh, we are not called let me just correct this idea of exposing churches you know that i've had i've spoken about this before um i've spoken about this where i've said that uh, we are not called to expose the sins of the brethren to the world if you haven't read uh, listened to that message just scroll back up and listen to that message our calling is not to expose the sins but love covers a multitude of sin there's enough scriptures in there you will this i can't repeat the whole teaching okay but just go listen to that teaching now the same applies for churches the same applies for preachers we cover if someone is in a false doctrine I would rather befriend that person I say listen um, I just want to bless you you know I and then if I if I see there is some opening in their heart where I could have some kind of influence in their life you know I would love to um, okay some funeral plan guy wants to call me now <laughs> this is a strange morning okay <laughs> i don't want to die i'm not gonna have a funeral plan sorry forget it okay so where was i um i can't remember lost my train of thought the funeral plan guy threw me all right it's not about exposing people it's about covering with love so I would rather influence and get that person oh yes, to open their heart and if, if I see there's an openness where I can speak I'll speak 
But if I see that there's no openness for me to say something, then I'm not going to stick my nose in other people's business and I'm not going to expose them either. But I will pray. Do you know how powerful prayer is? Do you know how powerful prayer is? If your voice isn't heard on earth, why don't you let your voice be heard in heaven? Don't you think it's more powerful if your voice is heard in heaven than when your voice is heard on earth? But if your voice is only heard on earth, it matters nothing what you said whatsoever. So we need to know Jesus and out of fellowship with Jesus, from the heavenly perspective, speak into someone's life. And that will come with peace and joy and love. And when we speak like that, people will receive us. And I've been in situations where where I saw, okay, there's, there's some trouble here. Some trouble in a marriage or some trouble here or some trouble. Some, someone had some error somewhere. Okay, am I without errors? No. <laughs> Do I repent daily? Okay, turn away from things. Say, Lord, please help me in this area. Okay, yes. But if there's something obvious, do you know, I have handled a few things in my life. How did I do it? I came with love. I said, listen, I'm here to help. I'm here to help and I'm here to love you. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. God is doing something great in your life. I remind them of their calling to know Jesus. I remind, I try to restore the fellowship with Jesus and I try to restore the fellowship with one another. This is the ministry that God has given us. It's called the ministry of reconciliation, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. If you read from verse 18, 19, 20, 21. Ministry of reconciliation. There's no scripture for ministry of exposing false churches. Forget it. It's not truth. If, you, if you're into that kind of thing, then you might as well unfriend and block me now because I will correct you every time you speak. Every time. I will do it with love, but I will not keep quiet. Okay, so, but otherwise, I will not tell anyone your name. I will not, you know, make you out to be this big devil. I will speak to you. But I will not go and tell everyone how bad you are. I don't do that. I won't even discuss you with anyone else. No one will know. <laughs> and the same, it's the same when you, when you try and... Uh, and do something like that when you when you when you're messed up and you need help i'm always there to help okay and i always open i'm open to receive correction there's people i walk with there's people i know that's walking in the word i'm open to receive correction from them i'm not open to receive correction from someone i've never met from someone who is not operating in love, who clearly has absolutely no idea who Jesus is, even though he's reading the scriptures and he's got doctor's degrees. Okay? The Bible says, 1 John chapter 4, I think it's around about verse 8, it says, let me just be factually correct before being attacked again. All right, so 1 John chapter 4, yeah, it's verse 8. He who does not love has not become acquainted with God. Does not, never did know him, for God is love. Ouch. He who does not love has not become acquainted with God. I had to read that scripture a couple of times. And I had to change a few things in my heart because I wasn't operating in love. I didn't even know love. I didn't even experience love. 
So I had to, well, there was one day where I was really brutally honest with God and said, Lord, I know I'm supposed to love you, but I don't. <laughs> I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't experience it. I know I'm supposed to, but I don't. So it, this scripture says, I don't know you. So Lord, I know you know me. I know you can hear me. Would you teach me? And he did. Okay. He sent people to me and something changed. So what I'm saying is there's no condemnation, even if you're there. But anger is not a fruit of the Spirit. Aggression is not a fruit of the Spirit. Those kind of things does not benefit the church, does not benefit the body of Christ. And you will not succeed in leading anyone into the truth of the literal doctrine by coming with that kind of attitude. All right. So... Uh, what I'm trying to share with you is, uh, this is just a situation that happened. Bless that guy, I have forgiven him, I have got nothing against him, whatever, but I'm not going to be screamed at again. Okay? What I'm saying is, let's learn. Let's hear, sorry, my eye. <laughs> it's one of those little hairs. Okay. If we are, if we are preaching to some people, okay, here I am daily bringing a word to you okay if you think i'm angry at you or screaming at you or trying you know telling you to change who you are because you are wrong and i'm right then i ask you please don't ever listen to me again but if i'm bringing to you the word of god in love and in peace please receive it <laughs> that's it i mean I benefit by bringing the word because I'm busy with the word, right? And obviously my heart gets in line also when I preach the word and I, and I hear and I believe the word, all right? But let us just get this right. The motive with which we preach the gospel, okay, uh, should be love, okay? It should, let's not cut people, let's not hit people, let's not bang people. There are people who are not open to what I have to say. There's, there are many people that I can correct. There are many doctrines that are false in churches. Okay? Am I uh, appointed of God to, to correct every person with false, false doctrines? No. God gives me influence in the place where he wants me to correct something. And he gives me an open door and he gives me an open heart and I can speak. And the heart will never be to expose that person as something other than the beloved of Jesus. All right, so we need to build one another up in love. And that is what we are supposed to be doing. That's the purpose of the five-fold ministry, Ephesians chapter 4, so that the body can build up the body in love. All right, so I hope this has blessed you. So um, we, we are here to bring the word of God, but, but even more than that, I'm here because I want to know Jesus more. I want my heart to be surrendered to him more. I want him to sort out every fault that I have, every falsehood that's still inside me. I want him to correct me through and through. I want my, my heart to be filled with God himself. Okay, so do I handle everything perfectly? Definitely not. Am I perfect in everything? For sure not. For sure not. So, but there are certain things that I do know that is the truth. Let's just stick with those things. So let's get to know Jesus better. Let's walk in peace. Let's walk in love. 
let's love one another for love is from God. All right, so let's just greet a few people. I see Martinette is there. Hello, Martinette and Benny and Lisa. Bless you guys. Good to see you. Hey, Maxwell from Nigeria. Bless you. What an awesome teacher. If you go to his page, Maxwell E. Ogaga, you see him there. If you go to his page, you'll see some good stuff. He's an awesome preacher. Awesome, awesome. Always in the truth. Very, very, he's uh, f- uh, full of wisdom for ministry and awesome. What a man of God. So bless you, Maxwell. Thank you for watching, man. So, yeah, motive we preach the gospel should be love. Amen. Yeah. All right, so may you be blessed. May you experience God today. May you just know Him in everything. Um, so, and, you know, I hope no one attacks you with some, you know, trying to make you out as a false preacher today. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> have an awesome day. Be blessed. Enjoy your weekend. It's, it's weekend now. It's The weather is getting a little bit warmer, which is nice. So enjoy it. And we'll see you again on Sunday morning those who come to church i'm really looking forward to it it's going to be great and uh, yeah so sunday morning 9 30 for the live stream bless you thank you for watching amen